Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for tuning in to the Sports Ethos Nest podcast. As always, your host, Cody Mallory. You can find me on Twitter at RealCodyMallory. I am excited to be joined by my two co-hosts, Joe Farrow on Twitter. That is at the Joe Farrow and Anthony Dittmar on Twitter. That is at Anthony Dittmar underscore. How's it going, guys? It's been good. How about you? Man, I played some basketball today. First time, finally got some decent weather, hooped outside, a little breezy, but I'm feeling old. Like the legs, they don't feel great right now. The jump <laughs> shot's still there, but the legs are not feeling great. I'm sure they're going to feel even worse in the morning. I Who's your NBA player oh. comp playing, uh, playing basketball in like a 3v3 or 5v5? I'm, uh, I'm definitely like an off-ball shooter. I mean, I have some handle, but I've lost that since I haven't really seriously played since like – I was 20, 21, and I'm like 26, 20, almost 27 now. So maybe like a Joe Harris. I mean, obviously not as good of a shooter. Not as good of a shooter. Odie's um, out here claiming he's shooting 50 from downtown. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Maybe like 35, 35, 36, but no, like move off the ball, slight handle, which Joe has added to his game and get to the basket somewhat. But, Hope you have the better ankles than Joe. <laughs> no, my my ankles are shot, but I haven't had surgery on them yet. So <laughs> I have. I think my NBA player cop would probably be like a five foot seven Demar Derozan. <laughs> <laughs> like all, all I do is mid range and like reverse layups. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> Honestly, if I had to give myself one, I probably play like Bruce Brown because like I'm really good at boards and I have like a crazy floater game and I can hit like. See, I'm not the corner three though. I'm like the not the straight on one, like the diag, the one on like the the, the wing, the yeah. wing three. That's my spot. For some reason, I can hit that. Uh, the only thing I have in my bag that Bruce Brown doesn't is I'm really good at the free throw line from like the two corners in the free throw line. Like that's like my spot <laughs> spot and horse. So I'm like a Bruce Brown hybrid. So he's saying Bruce never Brown. play Anthony in around the world because you will get floatered and oh, 100. <laughs> I'm amazing at around the world. <laughs> <laughs> I stand in horse too, like those those free throw shots. Like I hit them every single time. It's like my two shots to get to the letters. <laughs> I don't know why, but Anthony just strikes me as one of those guys that in high school get in your face and they yell ball, 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 ball. <laughs> then I proceed to elbow in the mouth. Are you one of them, Anthony? Um, I made two corner back to back threes in the state uh in a state playoff game, so I'm gonna go no. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, but uh, we got some uh, nice weather, and we don't have any Nets basketball, of course, but we do have some news with the Nets. First, before we go into Seth Curry, Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, etc., 
the Nets announced they will be having their end of season press conference this Wednesday. So two days from now, it will be Sean Marks, no surprise, general manager, and Steve Nash. So fire him during the presser. (laughs) It only took two freaking weeks. Right. Amid the speculation of, oh, Steve Nash sucks as a coach, the Nets are going to fire him. I mean, we heard KD's comments following the uh, season, postseason, when they lost to Boston. I kind of assumed Nash would be around. There's no way they're firing him in a press conference. There's no way he's resigning in a press conference. Do it, so I think that would be really cool. I think it's pretty safe to say Steve Nash will be the coach of your Brooklyn Nets game one of the 2022-2023 season. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Brooklyn Nets. Um, uh, mixed feelings, really. I kind of thought this team needed like a fresh start. But at the end of the day, you got to keep KD happy. It's kind of like the state of this team. Like That's the reason why Kyrie Irving will be back. That's the reason why Steve Nash will be the coach. You have Kevin Durant, you keep him happy. I'm not saying it's like a death sentence, but I'm also not saying I'm thrilled about it. I kind of wanted an exit as an O's guy because the team looks very undisciplined this year and they really didn't accomplish much the last two years, despite like the expectations. I understand there's a lot of like circumstances that was out of his control, but I felt there were some, a lot of things he could have done better, but I get, I really just don't want to go into the season with a chance he gets fired like in December and then we have a freaking interim coach, like, and then it's like another excuse, like, oh, we have to wait to get a real coach next the year after. Like, I'd rather just like know this whole year it's his team because I don't want to have that lingering thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that sentiment because firing a coach midseason is damn near impossible to recover from. Like, unless like who was it? Didn't the Cavs fire somebody? Midseason, yeah, David and then like David, David Blatt took him all the way to the final. Yeah, or whatever it was, but that's like that's like that was peak LeBron James, and we all know LeBron is at worst a top two player in the history of the NBA. So it's just like let's like let's like kind of alter our expectations in that department if that happens. But man, I don't know. It's a, it's a tricky situation. You got to keep the the main star happy, I guess, and we'll see what they say on Wednesday. The Nets uh, were able to retain. <coughs> sorry. That's able to retain Steve Clifford after Mike Brown got the Kings jobs because he was rumored to be looking into that. I don't think any other net assistants are really plugged into any of the coach openings right now. David Vanterpool is up for uh, the Hornets, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, him and Kenny Atkinson. I kind of want Atkinson to get it. Cause, like, I want Atkinson just... to get that job too. I feel like he. Would I just like Kenny. Him. It's more of that. Yeah, Kenny's all about like the young player development and helping out the guys in the early stages of their career. And they've got so many guys over there that Kenny would just flourish with. I thought the Pelicans job a couple years ago and they get to Van Gundy was perfect for Kenny. Yep. I think Nick's job and they have the Tibbs was perfect for Kenny. I thought the Bulls job when he, they were like kind of a young team a couple years ago was good for him. So hopefully they it's like it everywhere, everywhere Kenny Atkinson goes, there's at least one young player on every single team that shows major improvement. Like, obviously, we saw what he did with the Nets. He went and he was an assistant with the Clippers, and then you saw Terrence Mann emerge last year. Now he's with Golden State, and you see the guys like Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, like all these young guys that are – Good, bro. He's good. It's like a lot of guys. Like, just yeah. – Yeah, Atkinson has that touch for the young guys, I guess. Well, that sounded terrible. I am sorry. But <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that, that sounded terrible. Kenny Atkinson knows what he. All right, I'm gonna stop. I, I there's a yeah. Bad. yeah, just stop with your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, yeah, I'm going to just pretend that Kenny Atkinson moment didn't happen. But uh, with Steve Nash, like, I honestly can't say I'm surprised. Do I think he should get fired? I honestly think it's a toss-up. He had to deal with a ton of shit in his two years with the Nets. Um, that's no lie. Even last year, they were cruising against Boston, and Harden went down, and Kyrie went down. I mean, even without Harden, they were up 2-0 on the, the champions. So he was getting the most out of them last year in the playoffs. Unfortunate, and then this season was just a shit show right from the start. So, like, he truly hasn't really had a fair opportunity, in my opinion. Um, there are things he's definitely been lacking as a head coach. So, like, I'm not defending him. Um, he's a new coach, so hopefully he improves. But I agree with you guys. Firing a coach, like, midseason usually means you're not winning a championship just because that just shows how bad things are going. Um, so I hope it doesn't come to that. I think his leash is pretty long with the Nets right now. I don't think he's really on a hot seat, but we'll see what happens. No if more. The Nets come, yeah. If like, the Nets come out like two and 10, like he might be gone a quarter of the way through the season, but I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen personally. So. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, all right, so next thing. I know there's been kind of some like talk about the size of Josiah and his family with owning the Nets, um, how much money they lost this past year, like 150 million, I think. Um, yeah. And there was like, oh, hopefully he doesn't want to sell the team because like he's going to pay a huge tax amount on the Nets. And like the Nets kind of need that to keep the team together. I just want to say, following the New York Liberty's first game in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center, like his entire family was sitting courtside. It was him, his wife, like his kids. So I think the size are pretty committed to basketball in New York City. I don't think we have to worry about him wanting to sell the Nets despite losing $150 million on the Barclays Center and the Nets combined this past year. So I think we can pump the brakes on that. I just wanted to briefly touch on that because I did see – Literally his entire family sitting courtside at the first game for the Liberty, which they won by two points, if anyone was wondering. Oh, yeah. Anything you guys yeah, – We're about to anything? turn this into a New York Liberty podcast because they're, <laughs> they're about to turn the hell up. Yeah, they have some exciting uh, players, young players. Um, they, probably have, like, has, they probably have like four of like the top like 20 at least players in the WNBA. Like they have some really, really good – pieces yeah off. sabrina unescu is like supposed to be awesome. the next coming and i don't even think she's the best player on the team that's how yeah. pretty much that's loaded how, they are yeah like sabrina yeah. sabrina right now is on track to be the next face of the of the wnba and she's not the best player on her own team so right. 
that's all <laughs> you need to know. Like the Josiah is committed to winning and he's willing to do whatever he needs to to win. Yep. Like I mean, with all his teams, doesn't he have like four other teams in other leagues and stuff? He has a lacrosse team and those two yeah. San Diego. Um I don't know what else he owns outside of that Liberty and the Nets. Yeah, I don't know. All we know is we don't need to be pocket watching Joe Sy because he's the second wealthiest owner in the NBA. And I think he could, I think there's a lot of ways that that guy will easily make up the 150 million he lost this year. The man's a good yeah. I think that's probably a change. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's too concerned, but I know I've seen it on Twitter be like, oh, hopefully Joe Sy is like fine with this uh, luxury tax. Hopefully he doesn't want to sell the teams and that's need a wealthy owner to keep the score together. He's not going anywhere. Let's move on. Um, so basketball stuff, Ben Simmons, since we last talked, has undergone successful microdisectomy surgery on his back. Um, yes. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that? I mean, this is like a lot in one thing, like back injuries are scary for me i think it's one of the scariest injuries that a basketball player can have (laughs) correct it's just gonna linger like if your back isn't right nothing's right i think it completely shuts down that ben simmons was just trying to duck the playoffs um that's not even like an argument anymore it makes you less that it makes you less mad for that but more mad that he was probably never playing this year and then that's just completely lied to save face after trading Harden. And they led us on to thinking that there's a chance that he plays when he never was. If they're holding off on a surgery that he could have had like a few months ago and like gone like cleared, let's say midsummer versus like the beginning of training camp. And maybe he had like a month or two before training camp to get to shape. And they did that just to save face. uh, That's pretty bold. That's pretty like shitty. Uh, That's how I feel about it. One way or another, someone's, not telling the full truth here and either way it's just not a good look for the nets like like i understand i hope he's healthy for training camp hope there's no more setbacks hope there's no more excuses for him either hope he's there game one and there's no consistent injuries mentally physically but it's pretty shitty if the nets lied this whole way through just to save their own face because they've done that a few times now for various different things the joe harris injury the james harden trade rumors just to name a few the Kyrie stuff yeah, uh, I mean, I'm not particularly happy that Ben Simmons got surgery. I mean, like, I'm glad that, like, they're taking action to fix, to hopefully fix what um what had been lingering. But, like, when you look at the list of notable athletes that had gotten that surgery, Michael Porter Jr., Dwight Howard, Tiger Woods. That, <laughs> there was one more. And it's like, all these guys were fairly young when they got it came back and really were never the same. So I really hope that isn't a continuing trend. Obviously, Michael Porter Jr.'s did he got he got his like two years ago. But Tiger Woods and Dwight Howard's obviously were a while back. And um I don't know. I mean it's just not a good look when you look at the tr- when you look at the history of star athletes who have gotten that surgery. They haven't been the same since. And I mean, like we were, I think we were talking about this the last time we spoke. I mean, like a back injury really does derail everything you want to do. So like any little setback can like really mess you up. And like, we've seen that with Michael Porter Jr. He's been on and off the court the last two, three years, nonstop. He's had so many, like he's re-aggravated back so many times. So I hope that's not the case, but man, that, that does not look promising regardless. 
Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I'm glad that they're getting it taken care of now. Um, <clears throat> they are the next did announce, which the because who the hell knows what's actually true that they expect Ben Simmons to be fully recovered prior to the start of training camp. Once again, the Nets, uh, their updates suck, but that's what they said. Um, I know Ben, so it's another thing that's going to wait and see, but I think the timetable is like three to four months to recover. Um, but we'll see. And then we got today, I don't know if I've just been busy and like this came out of nowhere for me or if you guys have seen anything about it and I just missed it, but Seth Curry underwent successful arthroscopic surgery on his left ankle. Obviously, he was having problems with that ankle like the last 10-ish games of the regular season and then the playoffs. Um, he ended up having the procedure done. Um, he is also expected to be fully recovered prior to the start of next season's training camp per the Nets. I'm sure Sean Marks, maybe Steve Nash will have a little bit to talk about it tomorrow night, or sorry, Wednesday night with Simmons, Harris, and now Curry all coming back from surgeries. So, like, hopefully we get an update. What are you guys' thoughts on it? I mean, we knew it was coming, but we I think we all just forgot about it because so much other shit happened. <laughs> like, I, yes. I forgot that Seth Curry was playing through, like, an injury that he needed surgery on towards the end of the year. But they did tell us – and, like, I guess we just completely forgot. And, like, I guess we were so caught up in the whole Ben Simmons thing that uh, that we were just, like, yeah, it must have slipped everybody's mind. Because I feel like everybody was caught off guard by it, but then everybody remembered. They're like, oh, yeah, he was hurt. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. He yeah. held himself in that series. He just wasn't playing tough to standards, and it kind of was obvious that he was ailing. I'm glad he's in the surgery, so it's not something that um, lingers. Take take a prayer though, because it's the same doctor that did ankle surgery in Joe Harris, and we know how that went. Oh, fucking lovely! Jesus Christ! <laughs> I saw that online today. I was like, nice. God <laughs> damn it, man! That's the bearer of bad news, but yeah. Fuck yeah, Doctor Martin O'Malley. Fuck you, Doctor O'Malley. Jesus Christ! You ruined the season. The Nets did win the finals because of him. Unbelievable. I'm just saying, Joe Harris, he took a lot of heat for his playoff performance last year against Milwaukee. Understandable. He had a horrible shooting series. But he would have made a big difference against Boston. Especially just him being 6'6 alone would have made a difference. But zero that's in the size, zero ability to drop a shot. Everything went wrong. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some uh, maybe some good news. I don't know if we'd call it good news, but uh, we'll start with Kevin Durant overseas, um, pretty much watching Mike James play basketball. Um, he was seen partying with Mike James following a game. KD, Obviously they, KD was they were, they were former teammates um, in Brooklyn. What are you guys' thoughts on that? You think Mike James, any chance he comes back to the States? Bring, bring back the natural on a minimum. <laughs> it's okay. He had bad shot selection. Like it's not really something I'm like got dying to have. It was god. Yeah. No one behind him. But I'm okay. I think I'm good to be honest. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm good too. Like, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I, I mean, I think what the one highlight he had like one game where like he knocked down like his first four shots off the bench, and then he threw that alley oop off the glass to KD in that like jet, like the probably the biggest highlight of the 2020 to 2021 season. So I mean, like that that was probably it. But I mean, KD and Mike James, I guess like true hoopers trying to trying to link up once again. Yeah. Who knows? Everybody's criticizing KD for going out, going overseas and watching his friends play basketball and then partying. It's the fucking offseason. What do you want from the guy? But what's he to do? Just sit in his room and like hide? Like, what do you expect? That's what I'm saying. You think he's going to be in the gym for the next four months straight with no downtime to do anything? Six months. Oh, five months. But yeah. Whatever it is. Long offseason. I'm saying like the point being is like it's a much longer offseason than last year because last year. The season was a little delayed, so like I think they had the Nets. Ended, also, like, KD didn't get a chance to have an off season last year. He got, yeah, he late, he got like, from his Achilles. He came back. He played a full season. Then he went and led Team USA to a gold medal. Then he came back and went right into this season. Yeah, so, the man enjoys like five months off. It's probably his first like real off season in a couple of years. Yeah, give the guy some time. Let him work. And then he had finals runs. Golden State. Think about it. He went to late June for a couple of years in a row. Yeah, so his longest break he's had in like six years. Oh, so that's yeah. why he's shooting bad. He just he already booked his flight to go see Mike James, and he just blanked. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I just want to say that Mike James tweeted out might need a summer job one day ago, and someone commented, "Are you coming back over to the NBA this upcoming season?" And Mike James responded, "Next year is something I'm not even looked into at this moment. Trying to finish these French league playoffs and let the chips fall where they may." Wait, I thought I thought there was something where like Mike James was gonna be like banned from like playing overseas after in Russia. He was playing. He like punched his coach in the face. <laughs> yeah, like I thought that was like a big deal as to why he was released and allowed to come to the NBA last year. Well, there were, he was in a Russian league and he couldn't like sign another league mid season, so the Nets kind of had like a spot open. But he's not he's not back in that league. He's in a French league now, so it's a little different. Yeah, I remember like he like slapped his coach across the face or some shit. No, he punched him. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, maybe Steve Nash needs to get punched. Maybe that could be Mike James' role. I thought that was, I thought that was going to be James Johnson's role, but maybe it's Mike James. <laughs> Imagine the Nets brought back James Johnson. <laughs> oh, stop it. We're moving on. All right. Um, so Kyrie Irving made a podcast uh, debut, visit, talk, I don't know what you want to call it, on the Etcetera's podcast with Eddie Gonzalez, uh, Bansky, uh, Kevin Durant's boy, KD, was not on it. Did you guys have a chance to listen to any of it? I did actually listen to the whole thing. It was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, what, did, what were you guys' main takeaways from it? Like, what he, Kyrie said, kind of what the discussion was. It was very, very good to listen to. You listened to it, I didn't. I didn't get to listen to it yet. I was planning on doing that tomorrow. I'll give a quick little summary if you want. Um, basically, Kyrie was obviously on it. I think a lot of people wanted him on it because, like, Everything's happened this year. They kind of want to get Kyrie's side of it because he was very like hands off with the media. They kind of saw him as personal life, like why he keeps so personal. Like he like like he does like he the basketball is like a second thing to him. Like he wants to be like his best version of himself. He was talking about like his Cleveland Finals run, how he always loves his memories there. The Nets this year was kind of like every week the team was asking him if he was going to get vaccinated. It kind of was like no, and he was blindsided about the vaccine mandate this year. Didn't expect it to go the way it did. He kind of never felt like he was a part of the team this year because he felt like everyone was like months ahead of him and he was never like caught up physically. So he felt like that was a big factor as to why he like never really got in a groove despite having like those big scoring games like late in the season. 
Um, yeah, basically just all about life and stuff. He's all about like pressures and like just being an athlete and stuff. He really didn't give any like juicy gossip. He did apologize to LeBron for like making this comment blasphemous and etc. Saying like Katie was the only one that took that shot, like that, like another one could make a final shot like him. But other than that, it was just pretty good content. Like it's just cool listening to him to talk and pick his brain, but it's very interesting. Like I definitely give, recommend listening to it. It's a good pod. I was hoping KD was on it, but understandably so. I understand why he wasn't on it. They just got swept a few days prior, so it was kind of like not a good time for the both of them to be together. It was more about Kyrie just talking his mind, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely got to listen to that. I didn't even know KD wasn't on it, but but yeah, I mean, uh, it's listening to Kyrie speak. He's obviously one of one, so anytime we get a chance to hear Kyrie Irving speak like in length is a uh, is a good is a good listen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my my biggest thing was when he was like Anthony just said. When he said, like, he never felt physically like he ever got to catch up because he was months behind. And Eddie was like, yeah, but you, like, dropped 60 and 50 in one week. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean you never got caught up? I mean, yeah. So, hopefully, full training camp, preseason, everything. So, you're, telling, we'll me, you're telling me a caught-up Kyrie Irving is averaging 56 points next season. I was going to say, maybe we'll see a better version of Kyrie Irving? Is that possible? I like to say 65 games at least of Kyrie Irving. That's what I want to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Games played is the most important stat for me next year. Yeah, that's the most important thing. That's the most important stat for everybody on the Nets next year. Nobody Give me 65 plus from KD and Kyrie, please. Please. Like, Yeah, like, I mean, that's all I, I, don't, I don't think any other stat matters, truthfully. If they're playing a lot of games, the Nets are going to win. If they're not playing a lot of games, we're going to see what we saw this year. Listen, nobody plays eight in the NBA anymore. It just doesn't happen unless right. you're Bridges. Like, you're not playing a full season. Correct. Like, just like if you even if missing 17 games seems like a lot, but like in the retrospect, Kyrie Irving's missed. I don't think Kyrie, I think Kyrie's played like 65 plus games like three times in his career and have like a 10 year career. So let's hope it's one of those uh, times he does do that. In the last few years, he really hasn't been injury prone. Knock on wood, like it's been a lot of stuff that he could control, like give or take. Like obviously some stuff is out of his control. His only really big injury with the Nets was that ankle injury that wasn't his fault. And he only missed like four games because he got eliminated, obviously. But like the regular yep. season, he's been here for three full seasons. He hasn't really been injured. Yeah. So like let's like keep that like good mojo going. I don't know if it's like because he's like doing different stuff physically, but it's been a lot of just like PTO and then this year with the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> when he took time off two years ago, man, yeah. that, dude, that literally seems like it was like five years ago at this point. The whole like, dude, the, remember the bubble where they just sat him out because like they just didn't want to risk it. Like that feels like eons ago, and that was only two years ago. I forgot that was a thing, honestly. Because he had like a shoulder thing, quote unquote, but it was just kind of like, like we don't want to. Like, like nobody's going, so you got it. <laughs> yeah, like Dinwiddie got COVID, and then like. Durant obviously wasn't playing all year, but those rumors like because of the three month break he was going to, and then like I think it was only Jared Allen, Levert. It was Jared. It was literally Jared Allen and Karis Levert. That was it. And Joe. I think Joe went. Joe was there. Did Joe play? Joe did play. Yeah, Joe did play. Okay, and then who else was it? Was it Garrett Temple and like Temple (laughs) was there? I don't think who I know. It was like um, Temple, Tory, and Prince were like our other two in the starting five. It was ridiculous. Dinwiddie wasn't there. Katie. I know Dinwiddie wasn't there. There was someone else that was big. DeAndre Jordan didn't go. That's the time he was big, I guess. <laughs> what a blessing. 
Um, <laughs> there was like a literally like six or seven guys that oh, we signed <laughs> Jamal Crawford. He got hurt in the first quarter, the first game. He yeah, oh, we that. signed Michael Beasley, and then he and then he what did he, he <laughs> got suspended? And then he got suspended for drugs, like before he even played a game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Tyler Johnson was there, right? Yes, Tyler Johnson. Yes, Tyler Johnson was good in the bubble, actually. Yeah, he was good in the bubble. TLC was good in the bubble, bro. Fuck that guy. Don't mention uh, bubble TLC was meta. <laughs> he, he was good in the bubble. That was Pete. That was, oh, Wilson Chandler didn't go. I remember Wilson Chandler Wilson didn't go. Chandler, in the yeah. Um what remember Jeremiah Martin? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> David Awaba, I remember, got hurt that season. I was kind of sad. He tore his Achilles, and then we cut him, and then the Rockets signed him to a two-year deal. I remember that. I don't think Claxton was playing in the bubble. I think he was out. Uh, he didn't go. He was, probably, he was probably out for conditioning or some shit again. <laughs> With Dijon Musa still. Dijon! Uh, Rodion's Karooks was there. That was crazy. Rodion's Karooks was good his rookie year. He was in the freaking Rising I thought, I thought we got a steal. He was in the Rising Stars game, and then he had, like, that whole... Yeah, because they didn't have enough players for Team World. That's the only reason they fucking put him hey, in. Hey, hey, yeah, more Rising Stars appearances than R.J. Barrett. So no <laughs> <laughs> it's, fun. it's funny, but, like, after that training camp, I remember he, like, had some off-the-field stuff where he, like, with his girlfriend, then he just, like, didn't look the same, and then he actually got thrown oh, into yeah, the Harden well, deal. Well, didn't he, like, choke his girlfriend and make Yeah, him- then he got, like, thrown into the Harden deal, and then, like, he just, like... <laughs> Died and like no one's ever heard of him. <laughs> Not actually died, like just like doesn't. At least in NBA anymore. Yeah, how do we get into this? Jesus, we got a weird little team. This is the off season, guys. We don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm glad we built up some time talking about the bubble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, did they get swept by the Raptors? They did. They did. Yeah, they got clapped by the Raptors. They didn't just get swept. They got smacked. No, they were going to win one game, I remember, and then they, like, choked it. They beat Milwaukee, though, I remember, like, one of the regular season games. How about the Nets blowing a lead? No way. Yeah. <laughs> the bubble Nets weren't fun. They were they were kind of fun, but also not. I think they went 6-2, and two, though. I think there was eight six games. 6-2 and two before the playoff run and then got killed. They got the seven seed, I want to say. I think Orlando got the eight. The seven, yeah. Orlando was eight, and then Raptors were two. And who was the one? The Heat were the one in the East. Were they actually? I don't think they were. No, no. Milwaukee was, I feel like. Milwaukee was the one. The Heat was three. Heat were three. They the made it the conference finals. finals was. No, wait. Didn't oh, weren't okay. the Heat the six? No, they were not the six. There was no six seed in the finals. It was um. Hold on, I'm looking right now. It's a 2019-20 season, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The the Bucks were one. The Raptors were two. Oh, the Heat were five. That's what. Okay, I knew they were a lower seed. So went Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Pacers, Heat, 76ers. Pacers! Oh my god. <laughs> the Pacers went 45 and 28. <laughs> what a downfall! That's crazy. Yeah, wow, that's kind of crazy. The Nets got, yeah, the net, the difference between six and seven, though, the Nets were seven games out of six. Yeah, so it was fighting for the seven seed between the Magic and the Nets at that point. I remember they invited the Wizards to the bubble for no reason either because they invited the Pelicans, they had to invite the Wizards because, like, the difference. Yeah, and they, they also invited the Blazers. The Blazers won, like, every, didn't the Blazers? No, 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 no. The, the Phoenix, Phoenix went eight now in the bubble and they missed the playoff and then didn't make the playoffs. That's crazy. And they've been really good ever since. And Chris Paul signed there, so they should be glad. The Sacramento was the only time <laughs> they made the playoffs. So technically, it was the bubble, and they called that like a playoff appearance, and it wasn't. It's like 03. That's pretty bad. What a time. Yeah, right. that was a good tangent we had. Yeah, right. <laughs>
Yeah, I mean, just one quick thing on Kai, Kyrie Irving. He has been streaming himself playing 2K on Twitch. He was uh, playing today, and he did say that next time he plays 2K, he's going to play with Ben, talking about Ben Simmons. Oh. Um, so that could that could be interesting. <laughs> I would just like to say I've watched Kyrie play. He is trash at 2K, like absolutely trash. I think mean, he was playing with KD one time, and they were hot cheeks. Like, they were bad. You know, I actually played again, completely unrelated, but the New York Jets left tackle, Makai Becton, I played against him in park, and that man was beyond awful. Really? How'd you get into that? His gamer tag was Ticket 77 How'd you get to play with him? I don't know. I just I, – I ended up on, like – I was waiting on, like, a – like with just randoms and then like and then he was like everybody was following him around because he had the football logo i looked up a big ticket 77 on google and he has a giant chain where it says big ticket jersey number is 77 i was like all right well i guess this is him and he was hot ass (laughs) he needs to start playing this year as a jets fan Jets looking promising right now, a little better than the Giants on paper. So hopefully the Jets. Are Whoa! Good. I don't know. About hey, that hey the Jets offense looks pretty good right now. It looks kind of loaded. Cody, are you Cody? Are you serious? He's absolutely <laughs> correct, bro. The Jets are the Jets, man. I don't care who they have on paper. The Giants are the Giants. We also fucking. <laughs> At least the Jets are like Super a crazy team. <laughs> no, the Jet. The Jets won the entire NFL draft. I think they had a good offseason overall. Like. They yeah. added the pieces on offense. It's really just about Wilson. Like, it's like he has a like, good tight end core, good receiving core, good running back core. It's about, like, if he's good or not. Like, yeah. There's yeah. no excuses. He, if he's he, ass, he's ass. Yeah. Just give – if he has a little bit of time and hopefully he's good, like, then maybe you got something. Who knows? But, I mean, regardless of how decent you guys look compared to last year, I mean, you're still finishing fourth in that division. <laughs> I think there's a chance you could beat out Miami New England. I'm not saying we will. There's a chance. Nah. Tua is Tua, and New England doesn't. I know New England always outperforms how they play. I was a, I was on your, I was on your side to start when you said you guys look better than the Giants, but you guys are still finishing fourth regardless of how good Zach. Was. I'm saying it's not. It's I, w- is it impossible to finish second or third? It's not impossible. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Speaking of other sports, the Red Sox fucking blow Cody. Woo! Whatever. Yankees look like the best team in baseball. Just saying. I'm having a horrible, horrible sports year. Well, at least horrible. your baseball team is like your season's gonna be over in a few weeks, so you have like a. <laughs> <laughs> you can stop watching by like June. <laughs> is Chris is Chris Sale back in his wheelchair yet this year? <laughs> I think I've seen Ben Simmons play more in the last two years than Chris Sale. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was uh... a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, sorry, I, have nothing to, I have nothing to say. Like nothing to say. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe Zander, I heard Xander's leaving too. So that's great. Yeah, Xander's <laughs> out. Xander's out of town. He's gonna be well, a Yankee next year. Watch. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be hilarious. Actually, no. After X Red Sox, after Jacoby Ellsbury, you can keep him. Okay. <laughs> I, I heard that a lot of players were gonna be Yankees this past offseason, but uh, yeah, yeah well, they kind of collected in three hundred. That's short. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Um, anything else Mets related you guys want to touch on here before we end? Um, trade, trade for Rudy Gobert for Ben Simmons. Sorry. Fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> First, Rudy Gobert today said he would lock up Shaq one-on-one. 
I, I want zero maybe. parts of that. <laughs> Rudy Gobert is like my the player in the NBA I actually despise the most. I actually hate him. <laughs> I know I'm just about to, he started COVID too. So he started COVID. He thinks he started COVID. One on one, the dude cried when he didn't make the All Star game, and now everybody's been voting him in every single year to average 11 points in 11. He's always the last pick too in the All Star draft. Always the last pick in the All Star draft. Nobody fucking likes the guy. Yeah, I honestly was just kidding about that. A lot of teams are interested in him, though. And shout out Jokic for the MVP. Yeah, shout out Jokic. Shout out Tyler Hero, sixth man of the year. Monty Williams, coach of the year. Williams, coach of the year. Shout what we need is the defensive player of the year now, I think. Oh, no, Smart won that. Is that it? Is that all the awards are done now? Smart, defensive player of the year. And then who? Scotty Barnes, rookie of the year. That's it. And then Ja was most improved. Ja most improved, yes. But de facto, Desmond Bain. He gave it to Desmond Bain. Yes. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah! Don't, I, want the zero part, I want zero part of Rudy Gobert. Never bring that fucker's name up on here as a potential target. <laughs> Wait, who's your ideal finals? I'm just curious. Like, who do you who would you like to see? Nikola Jokic. No finals. I'm saying. Who do you? <laughs> they said, "Who's your ideal five? Oh, ideal finals. finals. Ideal finals. I want. I want to see us. Uh, uh, Warriors. Bucks. The East is like I don't like any of the teams, but I, I don't like any of them either. I definitely don't want Philly. I definitely don't really want Miami because it's like, I don't know, they're just not that fun. I've seen Bucks and Celtics. I like Giannis, even though I can't stand him. But like, I don't mind the Celtics, even though they limited us. Like, I, they're kind of fun. But like, like I said, I said last episode, if the Celtics make it to the finals, that makes it look a lot better for us. Yeah, I'm kind of cool whoever wins Bucks Celtics to make it. And then the West, I don't want anybody in the West, to be honest, because Lucas fun, Jaws fun. The Warriors are fun, and then Phoenix, I love them. Chris Paul kind of pisses me off at some of the stuff he does off on the court, but I think whoever wins the West, I'm going to root for. But I think it's going to be Warriors, Suns, West Finals, and then whoever wins that's going to win it all. All right, that's all I think. Uh, don't, Mavs are alive. They're alive. They're alive and well. Spencer. Don't, don't sleep on the Bucks if they get Middleton back. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Rob Williams out tonight for the Celtics. That's big. Eh, that guy stinks. I mean, yeah, he's overrated. If they lose tonight, the Celtics. Everybody's overrated. Basketball, the basketball is still going on. I didn't know that. Yeah, what? I, didn't, I haven't watched basketball in two weeks. <laughs> We're back to the normal NBA calendar finally. Like I think, like this, the NBA finals, like when they usually are. So we'll be done by like mid June. Yeah. yeah, we're usually agents in July because we were delayed a little bit the last couple of years because COVID. So yeah, July, early July is when we'll get our first Nets news. News. Yeah, fuck. So got a lot of time still. We got like two months. <laughs> I mean, I think we're gonna get some news on uh, Wednesday. I don't know how. Maybe it'll be. Uh, by the way, can you, people, can you listeners please tweet us and tell us what you want us to talk about? Because we're fucking lost. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I was expecting this much off time. I was expecting like a finals run. So then we have like a two week turnaround. It was like constant news to like mid August maybe. Get please, a few weeks off until training camp. Give us something. Yeah, like, we weren't expecting this much off time. We just went into a tangent about Rodion's Kuruks and the Giants and the Jets for 15 minutes. Yeah, come on. <laughs> we're, we're down bad. We need help. <laughs> yeah, I'm we'll especially get some down bad. Here, some guests. We'll get some guests. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, we'll definitely probably right. have a pod for like the episode after the press conference, probably, because we'll get yeah. some info. Yeah, for sure. I'll yeah, probably over next sure. some guests for the next few weeks, talk some NBA and stuff. Oh, yeah. Should be, I wouldn't say fun, but it should be something. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of next content. 
You never and that's where although you expect the unexpected. So I'm sure we'll get one curveball before free agency. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Sports Ethos Mets podcast with Anthony, Joe, and Cody. As the guys just said, we will be dropping an episode a week during this long horrible off season please please interact with us on twitter give us something to talk about some scenarios the regular season can't come soon enough When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.